and welcome back to the Strath Sports Podcast. I'm Ewan Merritt. I'm Fraser Mickey. And we're joined today by Alex Brock. Hello Alex. Hey, how you doing? For those of you that don't know, Alex is going to be sports president for next year, so we just thought we'd get him in and chat to him about his life at Strathclyde and uh, his plans for next year. So, Alex, what's your career been at Strathclyde? Um, so I joined Strathclyde in 2013. I studied law, um, graduated last summer then came back for a master's. And now, obviously, like, before doing the diploma, before you can qualify, um, it's like to take a wee year out, and then I went for a sports president, and so here I am. Yeah. Good. Um, and you're a hockey player, is that right? Uh, recreationally, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I have not played in the first team, but uh, I thought, why not give it a go at uni? Played a wee bit at school. Uh, great group of guys, great group of girls, and it's just a fantastic sport to kind of get really into at uni. It's class. I think one of the one of the bigger clubs always has been one of the bigger clubs. At Glasgow University, I think the sports president in the last four years has always been from hockey, so... Um, we're catching up on them here at Strathclyde with yourself, Alex, as, as president. But no exciting times. We I think the, the election went to it was a by election this time with nine candidates in total running at the time and a few dropped out. Uh, I think the, the final total was six that ran. Charlotte's done a great job securing the vote from the, the Strathclyde body. So it wasn't just actually sports union members that, that had the chance to vote, it was the whole 22,000 student community at Strathclyde. Fraser's mentioned there that it had been by-elections. What was it that made you decide to run the by-election that maybe you hadn't thought about it the previous month for the actual elections? So when I first like heard about the by-election, um, I never really thought I was kind of the guy who would be sports president. I never saw myself in that role. But then um, as I thought about it more and more and with this new opportunity that came available, I thought, why not? Why not go for it? I've got experience as club captain for men's hockey. I've been involved with that in other committees as well with our different bodies in the uni, the law clinic in particular. I thought I've got the relevant skills, um, it's a good laugh, and I think that I need a wee break from studying. So I thought, put my name in the ring and see what happens. And what are your, what are your kind of key goals for next year? What was on your manifesto that you're hoping to implement? So I kind of want to bring back, I've heard it was like a few years ago, this run, like kind of like a similar to sports days at school. Get all the different clubs and everyone who wants to really join in different sports, kind of showcasing different sports that don't really get the attention they fully deserve, or the spotlight. Um, I think that's going to be one thing to really encourage engagement with different things, also advertising um, sports that people may not even think about trying at uni. And on top of that, I kind of want to get a lot more publicity for the sports and their achievements really put out there. Um, I know it will be difficult with the new Data Protection Act um, being put forward in the next few weeks, but maybe an opt-out mailing list when you start university. So when you join university, you get your uni email address, and you're already getting wee email updates just saying this is what's happening in the sports union and this is what's going on. On top of that as well it can be used for the well-being aspect of the role, for like counselling because uni is no easy feat guys, it's really tough. I mean everyone has those days that think they can't do it and knowing that the sport is out there is just, would be fantastic for everyone going through those situations. I was just thinking um, Ewan actually ran for sports president back in 2000 and 13 maybe you mentioned that's every uh, podcast so I don't know if you know that Alex but um, Didn't know. I was just thinking there you could have if you had come up with some of these ideas that, that Brock had mentioned you might have actually won sports president <laughs> could have been you this year no I think it was more my I, I was confident in my camp uh, <clears throat> my actual campaign I think my campaigning you can see his face desires. getting redder and redder right? uh, <laughs> yeah but the way my life's gone it's okay um, it worked out well enough anyway so I'm, well, despite the fact I'm back here but, uh, <laughs> Can't get no uh, James, James he beat me had a, a very good year as sports president so I'm not overall disappointed at how things have turned out but um, no it's good some really good ideas and obviously mentioning the well-being aspect as well which is a huge part of the role that sometimes people neglect yeah. was, there, was there anything else that you think you can bring to the, the role next year? 
Um, definitely. I think the one key thing that I was really hoping to push for next year is a refreshes week and a bigger emphasis on that. Um, in terms of sport, obviously, maybe a second sports fair, um, if people are interested in that, for um, returning and incoming Erasmus students. Um, again, there's a huge uh, draw to the university and really appealing to them would be absolutely fantastic to every single sports club. Um, additionally, just kind of a bit of unwinding time as well. Before After the Christmas break, you come back and just before everything kicks off again for the first semester, it would be nice just to have that kind of week off to just refresh and really get in the right mindset before taking on the next bulk of the academic workload. And um, what other things are you maybe looking forward to? Things like, obviously, every year you've got the, the sports ball, the big kind of the big event, as oh, well as yeah. getting a chance to go and visit the other sports balls at the other universities. Yeah, but having mentioned that, actually, I think it's very interesting to see how, if, um, if I can attend those events, to see what we are doing differently, and if it works or if it doesn't work, and maybe try and feed that back to improve the overall general uh, student experience of it. Um, there are a few other events I'm actually quite looking forward to as well. Of course, Glasgow Taxi's Cup. Um, I think definitely, I've already said it, but I really have a good feeling about this year. The way that we're performing in terms of the external events, um, the way we've been performing in box leagues and fixtures as well. I really think that next year is our year. We were unlucky just to miss out this year. Going forward as well, just the whole year in general, I'm just really excited and I'm really thankful as well for those who voted for me. And I just really hope that everyone has the same sporting experience that I've had throughout this time and I really hope as sports president I can facilitate that. So how, how are you looking forward to moving the sports union office but also a lot of clubs transitioning to the new Strathclyde sport facility next year? I think there's a lot of potential here for clubs to really utilise this and really put themselves to the next level, whatever their own individual goals are, be it recreationally or be it competitively. That facility is absolutely fantastic and I think that going forward there's going to be a lot of positive changes in the next year so really watch this space. You've been, have you had a chance to have a look at it? I've seen it? a lot of the photographs. I haven't actually been inside it yet. A lot of the mock-ups as well, yeah. going through the whole process. Because as a men's club captain for hockey, we were involved in the whole discussion if we need the facilities and what there is available. And we've also got a meeting today as well with Dave from the CSR. But um, not actually been in yet, but looking at the photos, it yeah. looks class. Yeah, one of, I think one of the benefits of it is Obviously, where the sports union is located just now, it's with moving into the new Strathclyde Sport Facility alongside other service services of the, the Centre for Sport and Recreation and just aligning the different departments. So, for obviously, with the, the facility, the state-of-the-art gym and the, the health and fitness team that run that and the different the collaborative work we can do with them in clubs in achieving better outcomes for Strathclyde students with regards to sport and physical activity, it's pretty exciting. And also, even from a convenience point of view, a lot of students... Um, in between breaks at the library, for example, we can just nip across the road and, and jump into the sports union office, which will be located next to the reception as well. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be it's gonna be huge. As I've mentioned on previous podcasts, I was meant to get a chance to to use it in my final year. It was originally supposed to be ready for 2012-13, but it got put back just because of the credit crunch and a few other things. So it's good to see it finally being made. And yeah, from all all reports I've heard of it, it's looking like. An amazing piece of work and it's going to really benefit a lot of clubs. Uh, hockey wise what, what sort of benefits would it bring to clubs like hockey and maybe football and things that you wouldn't specifically train indoors but what sort of benefits will it bring to clubs like that? I think there's a lot more capacity to utilise the actual weights and strength and conditioning um, aspect of it. A lot of the top tier clubs who we play against they do have this rigorous like, foundation for training, not just outdoor training and skills and exercises like that but also to work on cardio, but also strength, and using the weights in such a way to actually individually improve. 
and I think that all the teams are going to benefit that, not just the focus sports such as hockey, football, and rugby already have a great program in place with them. Um, I think Will is yeah. it um, really dri- driving that. I think everyone now is going to see the benefit of that, regardless of if you're a focus sport or not. The opportunity is there to take advantage of. And obviously for for sports, things like water polo, who are currently playing their home matches in Dunfermline, yeah. they get a chance to yeah at home. But it's it's weird. Obviously, with Glasgow being a, a major international sporting city, having hosted the Commonwealth Games, there's a lot of top class facilities in the, uh, nearby. Obviously, with the Emirates Arena and Toll Cross Swimming Pool, but the swimming pool that the university currently has at the moment, it's I think it's only seventeen and a half meters. So it means we have to outsource a lot of student sport activity. So. Swimming and water polo will be one of the main beneficiaries, but a lot of other sports as well. Having this facility that's fit for purpose at competition level will be a, provide a great environment and, and help also help to recruit future student athletes as well. But water polo is Anne Karen in the office who coordinates the box program. She's really looking forward to having such an easy time of just booking a facility on campus where it's not it's never easy asking a, a club to to train or compete off campus, but let alone having to go to Dunfermline on a weekly basis just to play fixtures. Well, you mentioned there uh, Glasgow 2014, and we've just had the the end of Gold Coast to 2018, the Commonwealth Games. There's a few athletes there and some some great successes. So we had David McMath won won a gold in the double trap shooting. That was Scotland's first ever gold at the uh, with a shotgun. Everybody know that, and it was also. The, the medal that pushed Scotland into the 30s which made it the most successful away games ever Yeah. so is that we also had a bronze medal in David Weir yeah um, from gymnastics as well there was a lot of great representation from the University of Strathlade at the Commonwealth Games obviously Alex Dunn in the badminton team as well Holland MacArthur in the athletics team so it was, it was topped off by David McMath winning the gold medal and hopefully with, with Brock here and next year's sports president and maybe we can start his journey to um, I think it's Birmingham 2022 and I think we can train him up and get him in the Scottish hockey team for, for, um, <laughs> for the next games <laughs> after this all the S- S&C that um, the university is going to be providing there. We did have hockey representation as well, did you watch any, was it Rob Harwood? We did indeed, he scored the first goal for Scotland um, we were actually coming back from our tour to Germany and we were all in a service station at KFC streaming it on a phone so it was a nice little environment there with the, the old boys and gals watching that as well um, it's just absolutely fantastic watching every single Strathley really showing what we as a university are capable of and again hopefully we're going to set out the foundations so every single individual at this uni can be performing at the best level they can and hopefully we'll see more strathletes in the future at every single level of representation. Yeah definitely, Commonwealth Games obviously once every four years but I know Fraser was down and we did a podcast about the, the Bucks Nationals, we had our, our biggest ever team down there and it's really, and then we've also had, um, well Mary Hendry was in the GB World course, Championship yeah. squad and we have got a rugby player that plays for the Warriors that was in the Scotland squad for the Calcutta Cup match. And so it's really showing that Strath... And this is before we've moved to the new facility that Strathclyde is, can be the home for top-class athletes, elite athletes in a variety of different sports. And that's something that's got to be exciting for you to come into. I couldn't agree more. I mean, it, it's really hard to ignore the fact that we, as a uni, are at a turning point right now with all this investment in terms of facility. And again, we need to ensure that the investment is there in the, all our facilities to ensure that not only we're compete at the highest level, but we're able to ensure that we're compete at the highest level for years to come. And we have that foundation there. Definitely, and I think, because we've got some sports there, uh, Badminton, well, Alex Dunn was at the Gullmouth. Badminton's kind of back on the rise for years. Of course. For yeah. more than 10 years, Badminton dominated the Scottish student scene, but also, I think, the general Scotland badminton scheme. And we've had the volleyball team that's been top of the game for five or six years. 
So it's good that we've got sports like that, and we're hoping that we can get maybe more into the top flight. We have our performance program. We hope we can get more teams up to that level. Couldn't agree more. <clears throat> just again, it's just making sure that it's there to happen. And definitely, the, well, the facilities we've had are great, but now they're even better. And so hopefully, the setup at badminton we can replicate that for other clubs and the same with volleyball and have the same success. Yeah, I mean that's what we're all looking for. Um, just go talk a bit more about you. Just so, how many years have you been at uni in total? So I've been uh, five, in my fifth year now. Uh, fifth year, and have you been part of the hockey club that whole time? The whole time, the whole time. every time. I've always been a twos boy through and through. There for the fun. <laughs> yeah, not many years in the twos at football anyway. But um, and have you? I mean, what's what's your best memories of of hockey at, at Strathclyde? Oh, it's just it's hard to pick um, the exact what is the best memory because there's been so many individual moments. Um, so of course uh, this year has been great in terms of against GU, um, which has been great. Obviously a friendly rivalry there, say friendly there. Mm-hmm. Um, we have not lost a game to GU this year. I think that's absolutely fantastic. Be it a draw, but it's been great. Just bringing in the um, the new freshers this year, showing them what we're about, what our mentality is, and really making sure that they bleed maroon through and through. And have you have you taken have you taken part in any of the Glasgow Cup matches over the years? I haven't. No, my uh, standard has been purely recreational. Yeah, not. Yeah. But <laughs> have you been at the Glasgow? Oh, I've always Cup, been yeah. there. Always been there to support, um, not just with the hockey, but all the other teams. Um, shout out as well to rugby as well this year, who did a fantastic performance as well um, earlier on in the year against you. Um, but again, all the other teams who are competing in Glasgow Tactics Cup. I really think that going forward, next year is our year, guys. We're really going to win it. Good. I mean, we do say that every year, but oh, I think there's, there's always the confidence there. And I remember there was a couple of years when I was, I think, taking part. There was one or two points in it, and it would get quite agonising. So it's, it's always been quite close, but I've never been involved in a in a victory. I know Fraser was a few years ago, but uh, more than a few. No, of course. <laughs> I've, I've not quite been able to. I was never involved in a victory. It would be nice to see it for Strathclyde, even though when I kind of host the finale I'm supposed to be impartial so I don't get to wear any, don't get to wear any maroon unfortunately underneath just a little, a little maroon vest on or mm, maybe a bow tie next ah, year, of course <laughs> I mean there's not been a huge amount of Bucks games as the, the season's kind of drawn to an end myself and Fraser and Habby were at Lesser Hamden to watch the, the men's football team take on St Andrews in the final yeah. uh, it was live streamed unfortunately they, they lost on penalties it was not, not the best of games but uh, they had a couple of decent chances throughout and then at the end there was the goalkeeper made that an absolute top draw save to kind of deny them, and then it was him that made a couple of saves in the, the penalty shootout that ended up giving St Andrews the win. So, unfortunately, a bit of revenge for St Andrews, who Strathclyde beat in the final two or three years ago to win the Queen's Park Shields. So that was a bit disappointing being there and, and seeing that the guys, their team was kind of halved as Alex's hockey team were on tour, as were a lot of the football teams. So it was a bit of a, a mix and match squads, but they competed well, and unfortunately just didn't have enough in the end to, to take the victory. And I, I know it's been a, a Strathsnow jumper. Have, oh, you, have you been on a couple of the away trips? Uh, just the one, actually. Um, I was tr- going to try and go this year, but unfortunately I couldn't manage it with the Masters. But uh, great society, Strathsnow. Very, if you're joining university in the upcoming year as well, definitely get involved with it. It's a very laid-back, social, good group of guys and gals, and it's just a fantastic time. Really recommend going on it. Yeah, and Strath- uh, Snow Sports is one of the more recent sports added to the, the Glasgow Taxis Cup. And I know Fraser was down there this year. He was a big advocate of how much fun it was like at the event. It's really exciting as a spectator to watch. They also have had the tunes out as well. Folk going down there. Oh, definitely, it's just a great day out. Just yeah. fantastic sport. 
watching um, the Strathley perform at that level with the um, slalom and the freestyle as well. It's just brilliant. I agree. Uh, that's all from us this week. I hope you've enjoyed our little chat with Alex. Uh, your new sports president, so a chance for you to get to know him before he comes into post next year. When is it you actually officially take over? Officially on the 1st of June. Yeah, taking over. Excited. So on the 1st of June. Oh, I'll be in a golf weekend. Um, but yeah, <laughs> 1st of June is when Alex takes over. So obviously you guys will be back home or working or doing whatever you do in the summer, but Alex will be here taking in place some, some serious things for next year and just getting getting to grips with the job but next year he'll be here and you can I'm sure coming and chatting the door will be open for you to discuss things to do with your club and your sporting experience and I'm sure he'll be more than happy to chat to you all No of course uh, door's always open I've got some big things planned so uh, watch your space guys right, Thank you very much Cheers guys Cheers <laughs>